Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Your girl is a homebody, so one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch, and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is, though, that I don't want to drink wine all the time because, though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that. So to help fill that gap, I've been enjoying Recess Mood as a guilt-free way to unwind. Recess Mood really is a vibe, y'all. There are only 20 calories per serving, no added sugar, and it's infused with stuff I like, including mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens, which really helps me to relax after a high-energy day. Recess Mood has four delicious flavors to choose from. My personal fave is Strawberry Rose. If one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol, this is the way. Give Recess Mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. What's up? Guess who's back, back, back again. Again, <laughs> y'all, I have made it. I'm doing my hands in such a way that you can't even see it, but I have made it back home. And I am recording this episode from my in-home studio, aka my bedroom slash office slash exercise center slash TV spot. <laughs> I'm back, y'all. I'm so excited to be recording this episode here from my desk. Real talk, like. This experience, this this trip that I've taken from um, California to Georgia and then from Georgia back to California, solo trip, in the car, by myself, it was, it was, it was something. Um, and it's something that I want to definitely share on in a coming podcast episode. But actually, let me let me back up a second. I forgot to introduce myself. My name is Bree Mitchell. I'm the host of the Brown Girl Self Care Podcast. I'm a self care coach. I'm also, of course, the founder of Brown Girl Self Care, a self care space for Black women who are looking to get to where the healing, joy, peace, abundance, all the blessings that we are entitled to, where that all that resides. That's the point of this podcast. So what I do want to talk about, and it is in part about the trip, I guess, sort of, kind of, but really what I want to talk about is, is, is actively engaging with our pockets of peace. 
are pockets of peace. So that's what I want to talk to you about today, okay? And this episode is for someone who is, you know, you're going through some, excuse my French, I'm about to say it, cuss word coming, okay? You're someone who's going through some shit, right? You're going through some ish, or you've gone through some major stuff, and you're just like, man, I just... I just want to invite more peace into my life. Like, Brie, what can I do? Sis, I hear you. I got you. I am you. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, pockets of peace. Now, let me go ahead and tell you, first of all, what is peace? What instantly comes to mind when you think of the word peace? I can tell you that for me, peace means, um, well, the technical definition is like tranquility. There's periods without conflict. I say periods without drama. There's like no no or minimal drama um i find that when i'm in that state i'm able to 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 shake things off really well like i'm really able to shake things off like i'm in this this zone or in this flow or in this space where even when for example drama is like coming my way i can see it a mile down the street and it and it's up it's coming my way and i'm just like i it's not that i'm unbothered but I'm able to shake off those, I guess, those those feelings of overwhelm, anxiety, what have you. And or it also for me, it just means I'm in a place I'm in a in a in a place of just refuge and joy and and feeling amazing like that to me is peace. So your definition may be a little different, but when we say protect your peace, whatever that is for you, you know what I'm talking about. So those pockets of peace. Now, in relation to my trip, let me say, let me tell you how these relate. So, while I was driving on my journey, um, again, I traveled by car solo from um, Los Angeles, California, to it's called Jonesboro, Jonesboro, Georgia. Shout out to my Georgians who out there getting bit up by mosquitoes. Like, y'all, a sister didn't have no idea why y'all didn't warn me that I needed to take, like, some bug spray or repellent or I don't know if I was supposed to eat something special or not eat something, but your girl got attacked by mosquitoes. I don't, I'm not here for it. I don't appreciate it. I have mosquito bites on my legs. I might have had one under my boob. I'm not, I, I didn't go out there for that. Nobody sent me an email and said, Brie, I, I love you, and I just want to let you know I got you. Let me send you some repellent. Or, sis, this the repellent. <laughs> Run to Target before you go down here and get this bug repellent. Like, y'all, I was big mad <laughs> at them bug bites. And them bugs was no joke. Oh, my God. I just wasn't ready. Them bugs was no joke. Hold on, y'all. Got a fire truck going by. All right, and I'm not gonna edit that out. This is this is life. I told y'all I'm at home. Welcome, welcome to California, <laughs> where you hear fire trucks all day, every day. Um, but yeah, them bugs was not playing with your girl. Um, but like I was saying before, during during the actual road trip part, because I went to Georgia to meet up with some amazing, dynamic, beautiful black women. And again, on an upcoming episode, I'm going to talk about that experience and how we visited a farm and how we're like, it's just a, it's a whole thing. So I don't want to go into that into this episode, but 
during my trip up and during my trip back, that was all me and God. We was just road dogs. We was hanging out. I was having a lot of conversations with God, having a lot of conversations with myself. But while I was doing this, I'm obviously I'm driving. I'm actively engaged on this highway. And if you're familiar with um, L.A. or you've taken this trip before, you may have traveled like um, the biggest freeway for me was like the 40, if I'm not mistaken. Um and man, oh man, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or what, but whew, your girl, she had, there was some struggles, y'all. I mean, there were time, there was a time when I ended up, I just call it the chain, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Backwoods, because that's what it felt like to me. If you, if you've never seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I understand that some of my audience is, you know, considerably younger than I am. But it, there was like this backwoods, I ended up getting lost in this backwoods area. And I was praying like, God, please don't like, I didn't know if I was on my way to the upper room. I'm saying this and it sounds funny. I guess now it does. I can laugh about it. But when I was, when I was thrust and twixt that situation, it was, things felt very real. And honestly, I just wasn't sure it was super dark. Like if you've ever driven in Georgia on them back roads and they're just super dark, But then on top of that, I had to deal with like rain while I was on the highway, zero visibility. Y'all, I saw deer on the highway. Yes, deer, D-E-E-R. Thankfully, they were not in my lane. I have never experienced anything like that in my entire existence while driving. Two deer, little, babe, what are they called? Foes, foes, fawns, fan, whatever they're called, the little, the small ones, bambies. The Bambi size ones, just chilling on the free on the highway on in the left lane, just like, like they were just having their morning coffee, sitting at the water cooler. I just to see that it it really so. My point is like this trip, it, all of it just felt unfamiliar. Okay, all of it felt unfamiliar, and there were times where I had to talk myself and affirm myself through. These were definitely not my pockets of peace, okay? I had to talk myself through and affirm myself through these situations verbally, literally had to remind myself to breathe. And I can tell you specifically when I saw those deer, this was one of the times when I saw those two deer, it was so outside of my, what's the word? It was so outside of my, I, like, like what I'm accustomed to, that it really threw me off. It threw me for a loop, like a huge loop. And I got this surge of adrenaline. Have you ever been hit by adrenaline before? I would guess a lot of us have, at least at one time of our life. I got this huge spike of adrenaline because it totally freaked me out to see these deer. Like, again, I can't even, it may sound silly, but keep in mind, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a California girl, like Los Angeles. We, this is not a normal thing for me. And so it was so out of my comfort zone to see that, like, it was just a jarring intrusion into my reality, like something that was unexpected. That's the only way I can really describe it. And so I just got hit because I, I, it was like obviously dangerous too, because again, I, I'm lucky that they weren't in my lane and that there were there wasn't a car to my left or to my right specifically at that time. Thank you, God. But um, I just got hit with this huge surge of adrenaline while I was driving after just after seeing them, and it's like this stress. It took probably a good. I'm not even gonna lie, and I don't know if this is normal or abnormal, but it took my body probably a good maybe 20 minutes for that adrenaline to do whatever it did to be released from my body. 
if it's even fully released, I don't know. But it took a good maybe 20 minutes for that that surge and how I felt and that that fear and that fight my fight and my fight and flight definitely kicked in as observed as it absurd, excuse me, as it may sound. Um, but yeah, my fight or flight, it totally kicked in. And so I even had to verbally tell myself in certain parts of this trip to, to breathe. And, you know, in case you ever, um, have to breathe your way through something real talk, I'm going to tell you one of the things that really helped me was to, and we're going to practice this, all right? So one of the things that helped me was a tip that I picked up while listening to someone else's podcast, by the way, and but it was to breathe through the nose and exhale through the mouth like you're blowing through a straw, right? And I did this a few times, and it really helps to bring me more back to this place of just feeling connected with myself, not feeling as frenzied, helps to bring my heart rate down just a little bit. So I had to do this actually several times on the trip. When I took this trip, y'all, how many of us are like this? When I took this trip, I just thought this was going to be smooth sailing. Like, oh, everything's going to be fun, honey. I'm going to (laughs) be taking this soul trip. It's going to be, I thought I was going to have a few little things here and there. My my biggest thing is I thought that I was going to have problems at the truck stops. I, my, my thing ended up being the drive, the actual journey part, the actual drive. So getting back to this breathing, um, if you want to practice, let's just do three breaths, okay? If you're in a place where you can do this, I want you to inhale through the nose, and then you're going to exhale through the lips like you're blowing through a straw. We're going to do that three times, okay? So go ahead and inhale through the nose, big, big inhale. And release through your mouth. Again, inhale through the nose. Fill up the lungs. And exhale through your mouth like you're blowing through a straw. One last time. In through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. Mm. man that felt so good how do you feel right now check in with yourself I had not intended to really do this but check in with yourself how are you feeling right now how does your body feel after taking those breaths in comparison to how you felt before taking those breaths I can tell you right now I feel more mellow (laughs) so breathing is definitely in my self-care toolkit for sure. Obviously we breathe every single day, but you know what I mean? Like breathing exercises, making space to actually just breathe. That oxygen is so important for our bodies, y'all. And a lot of times we are just walking around. You don't even know you're holding your breath, holding your breath. I, I used to hold my breath so much and I still do. So I have to be very conscious and aware and remind myself, breathe, sis, just breathe, breathe. Right. So I want you just to be mindful of that and and check in and and see how many times you catch yourself like you're holding your breath and not doing it from a place of judging yourself, but just just awareness. It's okay to be aware. It's okay to be aware and be more mindful of these bodies that we have been given, these bodies that have done so much for us, right? So if you're like me, you carry anxiety around, you probably hold your breath too. So you definitely would benefit from just learning how to breathe 
and get in rhythm with your body, right? Um, but going back to what I was saying, so if you, if you were able to take a few breaths with me, um, thank you for doing that with me. I feel much more relaxed and my voice actually has come down an octave. I'm not as hype as I was. I got to get hype. Let me um, get hype again, y'all. <laughs> Because oh, I kind of mellowed out and I was talking like this. <laughs> so anyway, um, what was I saying? I have a few notes here. I'm trying to get back to what the heck I was saying. Oh, yeah. So um, during this tri- during this drive, different moments, like even just dealing with the highway. And you know how there's like the mirage on the, the highway and it looks like water. And it's kind of like an optical illusion. Like, y'all, just the different shadows on the road. I could, it was just some of the parts of the trip because they were unfamiliar to me in this journey. It was just it was just strange <laughs> and a little and a little stressful at times. Like I'm not even going to sit here and lie and tell you that was all easy peasy and smooth sailing because it wasn't. Um it just felt unfamiliar. And so again, I had to like talk to myself and affirm myself verbally and take these breaths. So while I'm driving, I'm um, just telling myself to breathe and doing the breathing exercises, but you know, when you get that adrenaline hit you know, it's th- that's stress on the body. That that rush of hormones, yes, it does help us um, again because that fight or flight. You've heard of moms or people that have picked up cars when someone was trapped under a car and things like that. That adrenaline rush kicks in. It definitely serves a purpose. But also, what I want to make sure that I mention is, um, and I'm not a doctor by any stretch, okay. But what I understand is that. When this happens constantly and we get those surges of hormones, you know, we will linger in, in, in that, that fight or flight mode. And, but at that point, we've got to make sure that we're considering the health effects that this is going to have on our body and, and, and the potential damage to, our, to ourselves, to our bodies, to our psyches, to our mental health, being in fight or flight so much. Like these are things that we have to consider so to bring down that that rush of hormones, it took some time, like I said before. It took some time. Um, and some of the things that I said while I was affirming myself was, you're safe. You're doing a great job. Everything's going to be okay. You are going to make it to your destination. Like I had to really tell myself these things because my mind, I, there were part, parts, excuse me, where that stress was really trying to kick in because I was in this unfamiliar. And so I had to remind myself of like, just of who I am, if that makes sense. And sometimes I know that that's something that just even in life in general, when we're going through hard situations, that's something that we have to do. But I can tell you also that I was exhausted after that hormone rush. Like imagine your body is, how, how would your body feel if you just got hit with that hormone rush? And honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, it's like we don't even have to imagine, right? We don't have to imagine what our bodies would feel like. Um, I know that some of us are not necessarily in touch as much as other people are with their bodies, but just having to imagine what, just experiencing high levels of stress, and adrenaline rushes and things like that. We don't have to imagine that. For a lot of us, this is our, it's a consistent part of our journey. It's a consistent part of our lives and experiences. And so this is why peace is so important. Your, your peace, my peace. Like this is why it's so important. This is why I want to talk about pockets of peace. So pockets of peace. In, in my journey, I found that every single moment of my experience, 
it wasn't, I know that in the beginning of the episode, I may have made it sound like the whole thing was just like cray cray. And that's not what it was. Um, it was just, there were moments where I was thrust into these, what, what my body took as a threat. I was thrust into these fight or flight situations, but I can tell you that my experience wasn't completely like that. There were smooth roads in my journey. And I feel like that's the same with like just life in general, right? Even though my life, honestly, it may be yours too. You might be able, you, you might have had some of these things that I'm about to say in your life as well to various degrees, right? Or varying degrees. But in my life, it was filled with, or I've had moments of dealing with, for example, um, abuse, domestic violence, molestation, feelings of depression or or just not feeling worthy, trauma, 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 racism, like all, all those things, right? All those things. My, I've had those times in my life where I've experienced those things. But I can tell you that at least for me, my entire life, like every single minute of the day, for example, wasn't necessarily filled with those things. And that doesn't mean that those things didn't happen to me or that they hadn't happened yet. You know, those things did happen. They were very much real. And I'm still um, healing from the effects of a lot of stuff that I mentioned just a few moments ago. But what I guess my point is, is that even though my life has been shaped and my identity has been shaped by those things, that doesn't necessarily mean that my entire, like every single second or minute of the day was filled or I wasn't operating from that trauma. Does that make sense? Like every single moment. In other words, I've had moments of peace. I've had moments and times and days of joy, happiness, abundance, you know, love, like all those things. You know what I'm trying to say? So that that trauma or that 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 whatever like it wasn't like a every single minute of my life type of thing and that hopefully um, my hope is that you've had moments days weeks months years of of peace and and happiness and and calm and tranquility and all those things that's my hope for you but you know during those times where I did have peace on the road which did outweigh those hard times. The the times of peace that I had while on the road trip are definitely longer than those times of that fight or flight. But we remember that fight or flight, right? We remember those hard times, don't we? We we certainly do. Um, but when I had those moments of peace on the journey, those were the times where I was able to really get a glimpse of my true self. Because I feel, and what I've learned is that those things that happen to us, those things that we've endured, those things that we may currently be in, um, be it relationships, work, finances, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Hard times, times that are so, so, so rough, you just don't even know, you know, what's up and what's down. Like, I feel like those are not the real me. Those are like, the survivor version of me, if that makes sense. And I feel like my true self is the one that comes out to play and she's able to let her her guard down and just be enveloped by those moments of peace, love, support, um, happiness, tranquility, etc. I feel like those versions of Brie are like the real Brie, if that or that's my true self, if that makes sense. And during my road trip, there were opportunities for me to feel peaceful and amazing and you know I love that and there that's where those that clarity came in 
that's that's and that's what I was looking for while I was on the road trip um and so for me it was like being able to embrace and acknowledge those times that is when I was able to recognize and say okay I see parts of Brie coming out the real Brie I see her and it, and it was exciting because sometimes I feel like in my life I have just been so out of touch with my true self Honestly, I really have. Even though I do the podcast and I, I practice self-care and I'm really trying to um, get into this flow of a better life, I sometimes don't feel like 100% myself. And that's because I still have areas of healing that I am, I'm working through and, and, and re-identifying who I am and who I want to be and how I want to show up and how I want to live my life and what kind of life I want to live. Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey, and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously? If something seems too good to be true, do some digging before you invest your time, energy, or money. This is why when it comes to my health, I use Ritual because they know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our high standards. Their clinically backed essential for women 18 plus multivitamin has high quality traceable key ingredients in clean, bioavailable forms. These multivitamins are gentle on my stomach and are so easy for me to take. It's crucial that I trust what I'm putting into my body, so I love that Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, which is a huge deal. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash self-care. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash self-care for 25% off. But have you ever had those type of moments in your life where you, you, you're in a pocket of peace? You'll know that you're in a pocket of peace because it, things just feel lighter. Your journey feels smoother. And like I mentioned, I think at the beginning of the podcast, even if you see some or someone's trying to engage you in some drama, for example, or something's going down, you are in this zone of peace so much or this pocket of peace so much that even those things like they don't they don't affect you in the way that one might think that they would. Like you're still having to deal with it or whatever, but you're still able to just stay in that pocket of peace. Does that make sense? 
where that road just, even if it's not, it may be a little bumpy, but maybe, you know, you've got these new tires on that absorbs. <laughs> For example, I'm just giving you like a example. You have these tires on your car that absorb all that shock. Maybe you have something like that in your real life that allows you to be in that pocket of peace longer and not fully feel the effects of, you know, things that are going on during that time. And so those moments, I feel like we need to, or we should embrace and acknowledge those times. And while you're doing that, ask yourself, like, it's okay when you're, you know, in either of those places to ask yourself questions so that you can just really learn more about what your truth is. So when you're in those pockets of peace, or even when you're outside of those pockets of peace, like asking yourself questions like, um, you know, how do I feel right now? What does this look like for me? Who am I being right now? How do I feel? If you want clarity, asking yourself different questions like that at different times are going to help you get the answers that you're looking for, the answers and understanding that you're looking for. And also like learning how your your body feels while in these experiences. That's important too. Because I can tell you that your thoughts, your reactions, your body, like it's all going to be different. It's all going to be different. That's at least my findings. That's been the case for me. And so that's why I'm sharing that with you as well, because it may be the case for you. Um, something I learned also is like when I trust myself and when I, when I trust God, um, even during those hard times while I was on the road, like I can tell y'all, there was some major prayers being said <laughs> on that journey. I'm not even trying to be funny, but just hearing it back, it just, you know, um, but yeah, there were, there were several, many times <laughs> that I called out to God in prayer or just a word, like, and just telling myself just to hold fast in my faith and reminding myself verbally, like, He's got you. Um, when I do those things, even when I'm in a hard, when I was on the hard part of my my trip, um, I was able to get into that pocket of peace. Those pockets of peace are so important when things have just gone sideways, when unexpected things have pop, popped, excuse me, up. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of prayer on that road trip, and. I can tell you that this this whole thing, like it wasn't always an easy thing because we know that it's hard to feel peace or or find those or seek out those opportunities of peace or refuge when your brain has been wired for trauma. And I know that my brain has been wired with trauma. A lot of our brains have been wired with trauma. A lot of our brains have been wired by our experiences with abuse and racism and all kinds of things, the effects of capitalism, the effects of just uh, generational cycles we've been going through, like all of that stuff, all of that stuff. So I know it's not always easy to actively seek out those pockets of peace or to lean into those pockets of peace when things are quiet, when things are calm. Sometimes we're just like, okay, what's happening here? I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Things are feeling too, quote unquote, peaceful. What's going to happen next? Like you can't even relax fully into those moments because you're just you're just waiting for that next that next adrenaline rush, that next stressful moment, that next situation. Right. Me, too. And so I've had to really take some time to 
to find some workarounds or work through those things. And I'm not saying that I always do it perfectly. I'm not saying that I, saying that I do it perfectly at all. But um, I can give you a few things that I do and did while on my road trip that have definitely helped me a lot. So I'm going to try to make this part super quick, okay? Um, no particular order. I'm just thinking off the cuff here. Things that I do, try to do daily. One of the things that I do for sure is I have my matcha. I talked about this before. It has antioxidants and this L-theanine. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. It helps to calm your system. I have my matcha, if not every day, I would say... 80 to 90% of the time I have a matcha in the morning because it really helps to set the tone for my day and it's like an invitation for peace off the cup. If you don't like matcha, some people don't have a taste for it. I do. How I make my matcha really quickly also is um, I use a ceremonial grade. I make iced matcha, by the way, and um, I add honey to mine and, and my ice, of course, and I just drink it in my glass jar with my, my, we, um, what's those metal straws called? Whatever they're called. And I feel calm. I feel good. It helps. It really does. Maybe it's tea for you. Maybe it's coffee. Maybe it's something else. I don't know, but this is just a part of my routine. Like when we get into routines and habits and patterns that we know work for us, this is, this is self-care. And again, Note that I said I do this maybe 80, 90% of the time. It's not always 100% because there are other times, obviously, when I listen to my body. Like, for example, today I did not have my matcha. I haven't had my matcha today. I had instead, I had oatmeal for breakfast with brown sugar, butter, and bananas. And so I just didn't want matcha on that day or on today. So it's like just being able to have that flexibility. This is not a rigid punishing type of regimen that we're looking for we're just wanting to do the things that allow us to feel the way we want to feel if that makes sense matcha is that thing for me having my daily cup um something else that I do is I do my stretches I think I just talked about this in a few episodes back almost I would say every morning except for when I was on the road trip I really wasn't able to do it but for some time in the last few weeks I have been really 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 consistent with doing like my stretches every morning and moving my body I cannot tell you how amazing and in the zone I feel during, because while you're doing these stretches, right, you're, you, depending on what, like, I find videos on YouTube, some of them are, um, they'll just be called 15 minute morning stretch, um, you know, things like that. Some of them specifically do say Vin, is it Yin, Vin, Vin Yoga, V-I-N, I think is what it's called. Those are. I have actively searched to find the ones that are just really focused on the stretches, not about any of the other stuff. That is, that's just me. You do what makes sense for you. But like I mentioned before, uh, I'm not looking for the, the, you know, mudras or the, um, chakra healing and the, like all that. That's, that's not what I'm looking for. I just, it's, I'm just looking to stretch my body period. So the thing is that um, a lot of these stretches are used in yoga. And I found that me letting go of legalism, I think I talked about this before, but legalism was preventing me from even stretching my body. And it's like, I don't, I don't think that God wants me to have this legalistic life, this legalistic view. Um, he made our bodies for a reason. But in any case, um, every morning, Minimum 15, 20 minutes. I'm stretching my body from top, from the ruta to the tuta, honey. Top to bottom. Neck, arms, back, like everything. Legs, feet, 
fingers, like all that stuff. That helps me to feel peaceful too. And what I was going to say is while I'm doing these stretches, depending on the video, they'll make time to just sit in silence and just breathe. And I love that. So I do my videos. Um, what else do I do? Um, I take CBD. That definitely helps me to get into a feeling of just calm, relaxed peace. Um, and also, as of late, I've been taking lemon balm. So I'm kind of changing up my routine now. What I think works for me is in the morning to take my CBD. And then at night, maybe an hour or two before bed, I will take I take this um, lemon balm tincture. You can find it on Amazon. It's called... Um, I'll put it in the show notes, the one specifically that I use. But, um, yeah, I take that at night, and it helps me just, it makes me a little sleepy. It may make you feel sleepy, may not. You have to try it to see. And the good thing is that the one-ounce bottle, you can find it for maybe 15 20 bucks. so it's not a huge, huge investment if it doesn't quite work for you. But, um, and I'm thinking about buying some chamomile, too. But in any case, um, I take the lemon balm, and it helps me to feel relaxed, and it actually does make me a little sleepy, and I think that it helps also for me to sleep a little better as well, but I'm still kind of like in the testing phase of that, but I can tell you that without a doubt, it definitely works for me. I'm just trying to see to what extent do I want to incorporate this into my routine, but the lemon balm is chef's kiss, really working for me. Um, What else for my pockets of peace? Um, I'm trying to think of what else I do. I feel like these are things that I've definitely mentioned before, but like journaling, I try to do that just about every day. Again, not in this rigid, legalistic, perfectionistic way. If I miss a day, I miss a day. If I miss a week, I miss a week. But I always come back to the journal. Always come back to the journal and get my emotions out, my moods, my thoughts. Those help me to release because we need somewhere for this energy to go. For us to get into this pocket of peace, if we're holding on to anger, we're holding on to stress, we're holding on to anxiety, we're holding on to discomfort, dis-ease, those kind of things, we, we need some type of release. I'm not saying that journaling is the only way. There's lots of ways, including moving your body. And I just talked about a moment ago. But... um you got to get that you got to you got to let it out is my point you've got to be able to release you have to be able to allow it it has entered your body and now we've got to be able to figure out how to help it and assist it to work its way out so that we can come back to this more stable stabilized version of ourselves and so that's why I love journaling because I take it to the journal honey and nobody has to read your journal if I'm saying something angry if I'm saying something happy something joyful something that I love something that rubbed me the wrong way because I used to bottle up so much of this and that is why part of the reason why I was so anxious when you are dealing with a lot and you don't have some form of release you are bottling that energy up And that is definitely not healthy. That is definitely not healthy. And I know that so many of us, I'm talking about specifically black women. I'm not talking about nobody else right now. This podcast, I'm talking to you, black woman. Um, A lot of us just have so much that we've endured, survived, experienced, but we haven't been able to release. And, And when it comes to our health, We already don't get the type of support that we need. And so it's up to us individually and collectively to figure out ways, holistic ways, that we can get back on a a firmer foundation. 
Because nobody's going to step in and save us. Nobody's coming to help us. Nobody really outside of us and outside of a few allies here and there, um, like the system isn't designed to really care about black women, black bodies, black existences. And that's just the truth. That's just the truth. So it's up to us together, collectively and individually, to figure out ways that we can just invite healing into our day, into our lives, into our existences. Um, I read an interest, and I hadn't even thought about mentioning this, but it just sprung to mind for some reason, so I'm going to mention it. And it's about therapy. Maybe unrelated, maybe related, I don't know, but I was reading some comments on a blog post on, I forget, uh, what was it about? I forget what it was. Actually, honestly, I don't even remember what it was, but this comment stood out to me. And someone was saying that, you know, I'm a Christian and all Christians need. And what did she say? All Christians need to do is pray and they don't need to go to therapy. Therapy was invented by Jewish people for X, Y, Z. Therapy is not for us. Um, You just need to pray and, and rely on God and he will take care of your mental health. It was something like that. I might be paraphrasing a little bit that comment, but it really just stood out to me and it rubbed me the wrong way and it stood out because we've, we've, we've gotten that so much, especially in our community. I don't know if the woman was white, black, brown, green, orange. I don't know. It was an anonymous comment and she had a picture of, but who's to say, you know, we're all anonymous on the internet these days. Right. But I'm assuming she was a woman based on the picture. Um, but We've how how long have we been hearing that? That it's a sin to, you know, seek anything outside of God for our healing as far as like in other words, that going back to me and the stretching, I just would have not stretched and my body would just continue to deteriorate because I wasn't allowing it to do things that God created it to do. Um you might be hearing those kind of messages as well that you just need to pray. Just pray it away. Just have faith and pray it away. Pray it away. Pray it away. Your mental health, pray it, pray it away. It'll be fine. Those feelings of suicide, pray it away. It'll be fine. Those feelings of worth, worthlessness, pray it away. You'll be fine. Those feelings that you're feeling of anger, repressed rage, um, feelings that you're still trying to process from, you know, just different tumultuous events in your life. Too many to name, right? Too many to name. Just pray it away. Just pray it away and and, and trust God and it'll all be fine. That thought process is helping, is, is what is helping some of us to just end our lives much sooner than they were intended. Not intentionally. But we've been hit with this viewpoint that the solution to everything is just to pray. I can tell you if you're struggling with that, God God gave us minds and ideas for a reason. He gave us people to help us in different aspects of our life for a reason. Um, if that's the case, no one would be a doctor. We wouldn't, no one would be a, a lawyer, for example. No one would be a veterinarian. No one would be a, any, anything that serves a community of people or, a, you know what I'm saying? We wouldn't have any of those things, period. 
So again, that thought just jumped to my mind for some reason. Maybe it's because someone needed to hear it right now, specifically on the podcast. I do believe in prayer. Clearly, I believe in God. I love Jesus. I don't necessarily say anymore that I'm a Christian, but I'm a follower of Christ. And with all that and and believing in the power of prayer and faith, I could tell you some stories, but believing in the power of prayer and faith, absolutely. But I also believe that God gave us tools and and natural remedies and things like that to help us, to heal us, to allow us to feel whole. That's my thought on it. So if you need therapy, if you need to talk to people, if you need to talk to a professional that can help you, if he, he or she prescribes you medicine, right, that helps you, it's okay to pray and take medicine. It's okay to pray and stretch your body. It's okay to pray and see a therapist. So I'm going to leave it at that. That's, that's, that's the last thing that I'm going to say in regards to pockets of peace. But yeah, I'm back, y'all. I'm looking forward to some exciting things popping off in the next few weeks, few months, more to come. If you have any questions, you can email me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. And also, I would be remiss to not say shout out to those amazing women that supported me um, while I was on the trip. I had mentioned in my previous episode my cash app in case anyone wanted to like you know buy me a coffee or things like that and some of y'all came through and your girl definitely definitely appreciated that. Thank you so much um for supporting my work, for seeing me. And even if you were not able to but you really wanted to, I want to say thank you to you as well. Thank you. Just just you even thinking about supporting me means a lot to me it really really does because of you you help the podcast keep going I can't do this by myself I can't I can't I can't create this podcast without some type of income flowing in um since this is my life's work maybe that sounds silly to some but I'm telling you my truth this is at least for now this is my life's work and so, like I said before, when you support with Cash App, which is at Brown Girl Self Care, by the way, my Cash App, um, or you share the podcast, you rate it on iTunes, you send me an email, a kind thought, like, or a kind DM, just letting me know that you are feeling me, like, and to keep going. That's encouragement. I count it all joy. So I just want to say thank you. And to my Patreon members as well. Shout out to you too for rolling with a sister every month. If you want to join me on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com forward slash brown girl self care. But people that support the show on Patreon, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you as well. So that's it for today's episode, y'all. Hopefully this episode brought you some some peace, some clarity. If you have any questions, you can email me at connect at brown Again, that's connect at brown In the meantime, um, have a blessed week. And I'll see you on the next episode of the show. Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.